0: No, my, hi, dear Mike. Tenai Hotaka, you are on the panel. Our NZ national Wallace Chapman here. Uh, just some traffic for you. State Highway Two, Waihee to Kaiti uh, stop-go due to an emergency repair main repair, water main repair rather. State Highway Two will be operating under stop-go traffic management with speed restrictions in place tonight. Uh, going to Friday 15th of July from 7pm to 5am each night. Also state high 50, Te remains closed until further notice due to the bridge approach being washed out. Coming up on the show the official cash rate stays the same for the first time in nearly two years what does that mean? And politics today, the poll of polls not looking good for Labour we discuss, also the uh, latest announcement they're going to be ruling out uh, the capital gains tax and wealth tax, and the gender gap on KiwiSaver balances has grown to 25%. Now, if you're a dude, you are an average of over $9,000 better off, and that is not explained by fund choice or fund withdrawal. Also today, one item that many are still happy to spend on, and Crocs. They are having a moment right now, but one podiatrist says to quote, It's absolutely bloody stupid (laughs) (laughs) to To wear wear Crocs (laughs) (laughs) to do any sports or at the gym, as some people are doing. So people are just going too hard on their Crocs, and it's got to stop. Who recalls Roman sandals?
1: Yep. they were my yep. crocs. Yep, yeah,
0: yeah. Gosh, you all want to jump in, don't yep, yep. you? And
1: last footwear yeah. sandals. Last footwear sandals.
0: You don't want. You don't even want the introduction. Here we no. go. Penny Ashton, kia ora. Kia ora. hello, good and to have you. May. We all know who you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Martin Bosley, who is a fishmonger foodie, owner of Yellow Brick Road. Kia ora, Martin. Kia ora. Manawatia and Martiniki both. Yeah, yeah uh, kia ora. Uh, Martin, Penny, with me first. Now this. Is really interesting. Get out of this. The world's oldest single malt whiskey has been sold in Aotearoa for hundreds of thousands of dollars it's a bottle of mckellen the reach made during world war ii in scotland it was brought to new zealand by retailer whiskey and more in Topor. it's now been sold again to tell us more about what's involved in buying and selling expensive rare whiskey we have the whiskey and more director floris heidenreich floris lovely to have you on the program
2: uh, thanks, Wallace. It's uh, it's great uh, for you having me on the show. Thanks, no, uh, thank
0: you. I am so interested in this. Tell me about the background of the Macallan whiskey. Why so rare? Uh,
2: yeah, Macallan. They, they tend to release these really special, rare editions every, every once in a while. And 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 in this case, the the, the Reach the nineteen forty. I think it was uh, yeah, a special a special edition for them. And also in, in Scotland, they seem to have um, a bit of a competition who can release the oldest whiskey. And last year we we uh, brought the Glenlivet 1940, which back then was 80 years old into New Zealand. Uh, and this year, like McKellen released the, the 81 year old. So it's a, yeah, it's not just the oldest whiskey in the world, but in this case, it's wow. quite a stunning bottle as well.
0: Would you mind if I asked the the price or around about the price?
2: Yeah, it's 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 just north of six hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, that's just
0: weird. Really, people people have too much
1: money. I mean, unless I it's an investment. I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, like what? I, I,
0: You've just floored me, Floris. Uh, you, here we are on the panel talking about a bottle of whiskey for $600,000. That's it's as a, much as a McCann, a Goldie, a uh, Gordon Walters.
1: Two houses in Westport. Two, exactly. two houses yeah. in Westport. And, 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 and that's, that's
2: pretty much how you should see it as well. It's not yeah. a bottle that people are going to be opening and drinking.
0: Oh,
3: it's, and that's a shame. It, 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 yeah, no, I, yeah,
2: it really is. I don't think anyone really will, will drink it. it. It's it's really an investment piece. So, okay. like you said, it, it, like a painting or, or like a, a spear or a house or anything like that, it's, it's something that will will quite drastically increase in value.
1: Yeah, imagine if they did drink it; it'd be like KLF burning a million dollars. You know, like buying something totally. like that just to show just because you can the status. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'd watch that documentary, but yeah. I wouldn't approve. Uh, Martin. <laughs> mm.
3: Me? Oh, well, you know, a, a you're of just, mine you're was, just stunned. I'm, yeah, okay. I'm I've, stunned
0: got a, but. I've got a question then for you. Okay. Um, sure. Floris, um, what is, uh, who's the sort of buyer for this type of whiskey, a $600,000 bottle of whiskey? That's mm. just something. My mate Murray.
2: <laughs> Floris? It, 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 it's, it's interesting. It's, um, we, we actually have several customers in New Zealand who buy you know, bottles, you know, you know, surplus, over $100,000 a bottle, reasonably regularly. And it's, um, and, and it's from all kind of nationalities and, 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 and genders, really. So it's, it's, I, I think it's more people who are passionate about whiskey and, and passionate about investing. And
1: are the people that are spending $100,000, are they drinking it?
2: No, no, right. not really. <laughs> wow. Of course you have the occasional one. I'm sure that someone will open it. Yeah. But most of these bottles are purely collector's editions. It's, it's show pieces in, like, a, you have a beautiful wine cellar or whiskey mm-hmm. cellar and you have a bottle like this sitting Flo- there as your showcase piece. Yeah. Martin?
3: Floris, you might appreciate this story. A friend of mine, uh, Murray, is a huge Macallan fan and several years ago was uh, was outside the distillery in Scotland on a rainy day the distillery was closed for the season, but he banged on the door anyway, and the caretaker opened the door uh, and, and uh, graciously agreed to a tasting. And Murray went right through the 12, the 18, the 25, the Sherry Oak, the double cars, the Triple Oaks, and he nailed every one of them correctly. Beautiful. And the, uh, the, uh, the caretaker said he'd never seen anything like it, and I reckon Murray might be straight into this little drop of the reach.
1: I hope he didn't
3: drive home Yeah,
0: No, 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 his teetotaling wife
1: was driving.
0: Because that's what many are asking, uh, the thousands listening to this across the country, saying if you have a dinner party and you have a $600,000 bottle of Macallan in the cupboard, um, there may well be a point where there is a temptation to go, let's just have a little open and have a little dram each.
2: Yeah, yeah, I would hope hope
1: not. How yeah. much is half a bottle? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Would you top it up with cold tea? <laughs> as soon as you break the seal, it's it's, it's yeah, it's basically worth. So it's
1: terrible up. when you crack the seal. It's, it's, it's yeah. It's yeah. Never break, never break the seal. Ben. So, you know,
0: Floris, are these um, the other the other thing I do want to know is in terms of what you might consider a blue chip investment? Because uh, if, if you like contemporary New Zealand art right now is really on a roll and they are you know going for those big prices at auction. Is this is this really a type of a blue chip investment? They do increase in value.
2: Oh, they really do. Yeah, they really do. Especially bottle like this, where they only ever made one barrel out of this, this particular whiskey. And so only 288 bottles ever released, But or actually made, but McKellen only released a handful of bottles.
1: And it's so, actually hands, isn't it? It's like three different hands of people that are involved in making yeah. it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's quite a, a stunning piece, this bottle. And, and yeah, I would not be surprised to see this exact same bottle in, in five years' time going over a million dollars.
3: Are you like yeah. guarding this like with your life? Like you're sleeping yeah, next to it at night, uh, you know, <laughs> locked and loaded. You know, I mean, like not letting
1: it out of your sight. I would imagine some fog cannon. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, no, exactly. I and mean, it's it's amazing when these bottles arrive because it's. I mean, it's it's quite a challenge for me to find these kind of bottles when when a customer asks uh, if you know go go look for one and I find it and I get it here to New Zealand and it comes in these massive wooden crates air freighted over. Uh, and you may have seen the pictures in, in the paper. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 it's, it's uh, like I always say. It's like it's like you're bringing in an Egyptian artifact. You know, kind of grabbing this one small bottle out of this massive palette. It's uh, it's quite amazing. It's quite a yeah, quite a challenge in wow. there. A- yeah, exciting rush really to get these bottles here. Well,
0: it's a real it's a real insight, Floris, and I I I must admit I was watching you opening the crate and uh and and, and lifting the bottle out with your hands and I was just thinking, Don't, don't. drop it, don't, <laughs> drop, it. don't <laughs> drop it, don't drop it.
2: That's what I was thinking.
0: <laughs> nice to have you on the program. Uh that's Floris yeah. Heidenreich, a whiskey and more director who has just bought in a bottle of Macallan the Reach. It's I still find it hard to believe
1: in mean <laughs> Yeah, 600k so, yeah. for a bottle yeah. of... F- I don't even like whiskey. Um,
0: uh, <laughs> I don't even drink. Claire, <laughs> Claire says, we did a tailoring drive for the Sean Park wedding in the States, and we're sitting at the table... Beside the bourbon and port bar in the camping ground that was decked out for the event, an eighteen million US wedding and the port they opened was from the Civil War. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. And they so, opened it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, another it one. Terrible. Another one says y- you take, you're talking about the wealth tax later. Yeah. Um, remind me now why we don't need a wealth tax? Says <laughs> uh, Jade. All right. Yeah. Very good. Really interesting stuff. That uh, is about um, this Macallan whiskey. Maybe you've, maybe you collect whiskey. I'd love to hear from you. Anyway, time for I've been thinking. We do it every time. We, I love this part of the show. Penny Ashton, what's What have your, I been thinking? Yeah, what's your IBT?
1: I am flying to Christchurch on Wednesday. Um it's the last couple of stops on my 10th anniversary of Promise and Promiscuity tour, so I'm taking my musical down to Christchurch, and it's my hometown, and I'm just sitting there thinking I'm really looking forward to going to Christchurch, and I have had mixed feelings about my hometown over the years, but just currently, it's just really fizzing. Like, the hospitality is great, I love going to Riverside Market, Little High. Musical theatre particularly is just kicking it in Christchurch at the moment. We've got That Bloody Woman on at Christ College. It's Showbiz's first ever New Zealand-based work, and Showbiz is the former repertoire has been going for years, and so I think it's great they're doing a new and interesting direction. The Court Theatre is doing a musical about mental health, which is apparently fantastic, called Next to Normal. I'm doing mine at the Littleton uh, Arts Factory, where they also just had the inaugural Littleton Arts Festival. Um, Sky Broderberg had a lot to do with that, and the Littleton Arts Factory. And I just think, I just want to say, yay, Mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to it, and I've still got so many friends there, staying with my parents, and just soaking it all in, and a little Andromeda for the Grassroots Theatre and stuff as well. So, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. You know
0: what, Um, we talked about this on the panel, we made a panel topic out of it, and I'm a convert, I went there a month ago and I thought, this is the new Christchurch, I love it, but let me ask you a question, Penny, you're from Christchurch, so... Why are you here?
1: Why am I here? Well, when I, I grew up in Christchurch, right? It was actually like this about New Zealand. I was like, I can't get wait to get out of New Zealand. I'm going to the UK. It's so much more interesting. It's so much better. And then you get a bit older, and then you see the rest of the world and realize how good we actually have it here. And then I moved back from London. I moved to Auckland, you know, because it was a little different to Christchurch at that point. And, you know, you, that's the thing. You, you sample all of what the world has to offer. And actually, because of this relentless rain... In Auckland. It's the first time in 25 years since I've been home that I thought to myself, maybe I could actually move back to Really? Christ. Yeah. Because uh. I have so many friends there still, as well as in Auckland. It would be yeah, it would be really tricky, because I love Auckland when it's not raining all the time, which mm. is what it's it? been doing. Are you going to move I, back? I, I don't know. It's a big because we bought a house so it would be a big move. I don't think I should move on the basis of one summer. <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, that, that's a bit flippant. Nice but, one. Penny? but I could, absolutely.
0: Great thoughts. Thank, you. Thank uh, you. An ode to Autotahi Christchurch. Well deserved too. Alright, Martin Bosley. I've been thinking? I was packing my bags and moving to Christchurch. Said, right? yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> um So I might as well be coming down a notch there. Um, my mother was admitted to Wellington Hospital a couple of weeks ago gravely ill and I just saw a uh, a system that's in, it's not just broken Wallace it's absolutely been smashed to pieces the health system is beyond I would think beyond repair what did, I just, you, what did you see you know, they there, there were double bunked in the A&E 12 hours to be, you know, to, for, for anything to really happen 12 um, you know, so double parked I should say not double bunk but d- double parked it was it was insane. And then you, know, you get on the ward and, you know, the equipment is faulty and it's packed. And I met nurses there the last two weeks, some of who were doing their third 12-hour shift in a row. One nurse had done three back-to-backs because there was no one else to cover her shift. It's just extraordinary. And I know the government sort of brought in these initiatives along the line of um, the telehealth services, the free access to that, um, pharmacies treating minor and uh GPs doing more to take the pressure off the hospitals. But those guys are already overworked you know, a, a, as it is. And while this is going on and you're just going, my God, what is happening here? You've got the most incredible people working in it yeah. who just deliver, deliver, deliver. Their service e- service ethic is just beyond compare. And I think, you know, to Fata Ora, for all the problems that it's got, what it hasn't got is, 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 is bad staff. They are lucky to have the staff they've got that turn up every day and put in performances like they have been. It's just yep. been... Really humbling to watch and, and watch these people perform incredible tasks with extraordinary um, limitations placed around them. And um, my, I love your thoughts. My, hat, my hat's off to every single one of them.
0: Yep. Yeah, well, kia ora for that. And, and on that, because it's, it's, it's often only when you deal with the system do you see the exactly. extraordinary service. So I'd like to put a shout-out this afternoon, actually. Um, uh, tell us about your experience at hospital, <laughs> and uh, does it echo Martin Bosley? You can text me 2101. An, an acknowledgement of the very hard-working staff in medical services, hospitals, such like.
1: Yeah, I had COVID in Christchurch and I went to hospital and I went to Canterbury and they were supposed to be very overworked and it was, but yeah, I just got just really lovely people who were so concerned from the ambulance drivers all the way up. Right, those three,
0: right? Yeah, extraordinary. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Someone says here first, I fully agree with them, and someone's just uh, written in, I have the most valuable whiskey in New Zealand. There you go. Is it that guy? Is it that guy? Uh, oh, are on it panel. <laughs> Who's <laughs> that <guy>? Stay with <laughs> us. <laughs>